Hope you guys have had a chance to catch your breath today after a wild Saturday night of racing. We'll talk Ironman 55, USA Nationals, 360 Nationals, and more. Let's go. It's Sunday, August 6th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm sure if you clicked on this video, you are wondering why there is a new daily show on a Sunday. We usually only do, uh, do these shows Monday through Friday, but I want to experiment a little bit. So we're going to shift the schedule. We're going to do Sunday through Thursday instead of Monday through Friday for at least a little while and see how it works. YouTube tells me that more of you are around on Sundays versus Fridays, and my kind of own video stats seem to bear that out. So we'll see how this works out. I'm always looking for ways to make things better, and you'll probably notice other different things on this video as well, and some future ones. Uh, doing Sunday shows will allow us, I think, to react a little quicker to the fun stuff that happens on Saturday nights, and this was a good first week to do this, as the racing last night was incredible. If you're new here uh, or uh, don't do so already, make sure to hit that subscribe button wherever you watch or listen. The Daily is available on YouTube and all major podcast platforms. And I'm not really even sure where to start today as I was putting my notes together because we had three races last night that were all incredible. I guess we'll do 360 Knoxville Nationals first. After what we've seen from Aaron Reitzel this season and earlier this week at Knoxville, it was clear he was going to be the favorite. And sitting on the main event poll last night was going to go a long way towards helping his cause for a second straight event win. He ultimately led 29 laps and at various points in the 30 lapper had sizable leads over Brian Brown. Late in the going, though, a caution uh, and then a red flag re-racked the field, gave Brownie the chances he needed. On the white flag lap, Reitzel made a couple of small mistakes and allowed Brown to close and get into the fight. Out of four, Reitzel was in the fluff, and then two, uh, the two ended up drag racing back to the line. Brownie took the win by two hundredths of a second. Reitzel knew he was in trouble, I think, tried to close out on the 21, but Brownie held his line and it paid off. It was Brown's second career win in the 360 Nationals, and he was complimentary in victory lane of Reitzel and the battle. Uh, it was no surprise, uh, I think, that it came down to these two. Behind them, though, there were plenty of other stories. Big hat tip to Rico Abreu for charging from uh, a seventh place start in the B main all the way to the Knights podium. He went seventh to fourth in the B, then 24th to third in the main event. Don't tell me there's no passing in sprint car racing, and don't tell me that Rico can't pass race cars. Incredible charge. He will be a factor the rest of the next seven days around Knoxville. I was bummed for Tanner Holmes. I think he was really impressive. Uh, he ran strong in the top five in that main event, but was out with just a few to go with some steering issues. He continues to show improvement and that he belongs in these big time events. I'm also glad to see Caleb Johnson and Garrett Williamson okay after their late crash. Williamson got big air out of turn two. And I know that 360s don't often garner much attention, but last night I think was great racing, and I hope this is a trend for years to come with the 360 Nationals. Uh, at Peebly uh, on Friday and Saturday, the Outlaws were in town for the Ironman 55. Friday turned into the perfect no-win situation with the weather. Turned out to be a nice day, uh, but after they got a bunch of rain, the track was going to be a big problem, and by the track, I mean the surface. If they cancel a day like that, people complain and say they should have raced. Uh, the weather was nice, and we saw this just not that long ago at 34 Raceway. If they run, though, the track gets rough, and everybody complains about that, which is what happened last night. So as a series and a track, what do you do? And in this case, the Outlaws obviously decided to run. Colmacito started on the night's pole, led the first few laps before Spencer Baston grabbed the lead on lap five with Macedo bouncing all over the place. Eventually, everybody migrated to the bottom, I think mostly for self-preservation, and then the race went open red on lap 19 for tear-offs because the drivers um, you know, needed them, the conditions were tough, and this was just the right move, I think was the right move. 
Uh, the night came to an end, though, after uh, just a couple of laps after that open red, uh, when Corey Day went for a big uh, wild ride in turn four, knocked down part of the catch fence. Because of the conditions and the lengthy fence repairs, the race was called official. Spencer Basin was the winner over Geo Selzy and Brad Sweep. Good to see Day was okay after the incident. I don't think anybody will listen to me, and obviously nothing will change, but, you know, dirt track walls, catch fences continue to be a major problem. This is a problem that can be solved, but who knows when we'll actually try to do that. Uh, last night at Peavely for the 55 lap of the track surface was much better with some time to dry out, but it was still pretty tough to navigate. Pole sitter James McFadden found that out on lap five when he bounced wrong at a turn two, smoked the outside wall that ended his night. The whole show, though, was absolutely ferocious. Nobody was trying to save anything for the end. The pace was up. Lap times were incredible the whole race. Logan Schuhart led through halfway, but Kyle Larson had made the trip from Michigan, and he was there And after the 1S after starting in fifth. Past halfway, those two had a nice battle, and it kind of settled out, but then it got serious again late. There were huge slide jobs. There was lap traffic in the way, each officially leading inside four to go. Uh, both actually led at times on the final lap, but the 57 was able to get the win at a turn four. Both drivers grinning ear to ear afterwards, uh, and the fans that watched definitely got their money's worth. Looking ahead, most of these teams will haul ass now to Knoxville to run the Capitani Classic tonight and get those all-important final laps before Wednesday, uh, before things start on Wednesday for the Knoxville Nationals. If I remember correctly, tonight does not count towards the Outlaw Full-Timers freebies with the bonus program. And with show up points only during the Nationals, uh, Brad Sweet will carry his 14-point championship lead over Gravel into the next few weeks. Also at Peavely this weekend, before the uh, uh, also at Peavely this weekend were the Extreme Outlaw Midgets. Carter Sarf picked up his first career series win on Friday night with Zach Dom and Jade Avedisian on the podium. Uh, last night looked like Sarf might go back to back, but Jade took the lead after a restart past halfway, went the distance for her fourth victory of the season. It was her third win in five races and her fifth podium in six races. The recent charge sees her take the Extreme Championship lead now by eight points over Cannon McIntosh. The extreme season continues Tuesday in Pennsylvania. Up at Cedar Lake for the USA Nationals, we had another door-to-door finish with, again, Bobby Pierce and Hudson O'Neill battling it out. And just like with Lucas at Deer Creek, Pierce edged out the win by 73 thousandths of a second after leading 66 of the 100 laps. O'Neill led early, never let the 32 get too far out in front. With lap traffic in the play over the kind of final few laps, O'Neill was able to close and nearly grab the win. Uh, it was win number nine on the year for Pierce and his third in four races. He's nearing $250,000 in earnings just with the Outlaws this year. And his championship lead is now triple digits over Chris Madden with, uh, with, as the series gets ready to go quiet here for a couple of weeks. One thing I loved from last night was something that got caught on Dirt Vision before the race even started. Kate Dillard had his battery go dead during pace laps, and his crew guys had to scramble to get him going again. As he was pulling away from the truck, I loved the high fives and the hugs from all the guys who worked to get that battery swapped out and get Dillard back into the show. They busted their asses. It was really neat to see them celebrate uh, with each other and uh, kind of celebrate the work they did. Uh, Dillard ended up the night in 12th. Uh, elsewhere this weekend, Freddie Rammer was a winner at Lincoln. Cody Lehman was the 410 winner at Port Royal. I think I saw Logan Wagner finish second in that one in the 69K. Jeremy Campbell won the 305 Nationals at Belleville, and uh, one of those lame-o racing guys won again in a real race car. Hat tip to Kenny Miller on his USAC East Coast win at Lincoln. Shame, it's just a video game. Uh, two of the three USMTS nights were rained out, but Rodney Sanders struck last night at Wheatland for $10,000. He extends his series points lead over Jason Hughes. In fendered racing, Michael Chilton was a Friday Ironman winner at Ponderosa. Chad Finley won Friday at Merritt. Billy Moyer Jr. was a Comp Cams winner at Arrowhead. 
Uh, Rusty Schlenk took the $35,000 wood tick. Uh, Kyle Busch ended up that one in uh, 22nd. Mike Mahler and Ross Bales bagged $20,000 wins with the Hunt the Front Series and the Southern All-Stars. And Stormy Scott and Michael Brown were winners at Brownstown and Sumter. Uh, there is some racing tonight, so make sure to hit up the streaming schedule over at dirtracker.com slash watch tonight. Hope you guys have a good rest of your Sunday out there. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. Tomorrow.